The Morning Coffee is a podcast recorded live slash streamed at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All articles used during the show are credited in the show notes below in the description. We hope you enjoy this episode. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Ryan here, back with you again for episode number 25 of The Morning Coffee for Thursday, February 21st, 2019. Uh, welcome, guys. If it's your first time here, welcome. If it's your returning time, welcome back. Uh, before we get started, just as always, some announcements or PSA announcements. Um, uh, as always, we are on Spotify and iTunes. We have audio links for that in your show notes slash episode description. Uh, also, if you guys are listening on YouTube or watching a VOD on YouTube or listening through Spotify or iTunes, remember that we do record this podcast live at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. That's R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, all one word, all lowercase. If you ever want to come over here to chat with the community and to chat with other people um, that are in the chat live, as well as fielding questions or giving a bunch of um, I guess, information, <laughs> if you want to, to me about some of the articles and stuff as well. So uh, just keep that in mind. You're more than welcome to come over and to check that out. Uh, anyway, guys, let's jump in. We have kind of a lot of articles for today, just a lot of PSA articles and articles that I found interesting uh, for this podcast for today. So Let's jump right in. So Overwatch 1.33 highlights came out. Uh, they had some hero bounce updates with health stacking orders and stuff like that, non-recoverable shields and stuff like that as well. Uh, essentially, they made it so that there is non-recoverable armor, armor that will not heal over time or be able to be ulted over time. Currently on stream right now, we are showing a video of how that looks and all the patch note changes. The biggest thing in this patch, though, really is that there is a new map. Paris is now out for Overwatch. It is a two-assault map like Temple of Alar, right? So you go, you capture one point, and then you go and capture another point as well. Overall, I like the map. I played it a handful of times, but it really isn't my jam, <laughs> my opinion. I don't really like two-assault maps, in my opinion, but, you know, it is it is what it is. It could be a little bit worse my opinion but i'm glad to see that there's a new map out uh, now there will be speculation on what hero number 30 or whatever hero they're on is out because it seems like they've been doing a restructuring of just map hero map hero map hero so that is something to take into account as well of what um the timeline for overwatch is going to be um one of the things that was interesting is that in their earnings call they said that uh overwatch content is slow to trickle out as well so it'll be interesting to see what they exactly do in terms of just um more content happening for uh overwatch as well so a very small patch but they were able to fit in a map i would definitely go say and check it out as always there is an arcade mode as well that will show you the new stuff that is uh going around in the game so definitely go and check that out and uh yeah uh it's a pretty cool patch as always it is a free patch as well so keep that in mind and uh, jump in there and uh, check it out 
Uh, I know that we did some reporting on Anthem uh, in the last episode, in episode 24. You can go back and look at the initial thoughts and stuff. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but I did play in early access, a.k.a. the uh, open beta and as well as early access off of a friend's account. But uh, we had some complaints there about loading times, about uh, the game kind of feeling kind of bland, in my opinion, I guess would be the best way to put it. And uh, it does look like... Um, Anthem is going to be doing a one uh, day one patch to address some of those issues. Uh, mostly loading times. One of the things I complained about early on was that the loading times of Anthem are just atrocious. You walk into a door, it's 15 seconds. You walk in, it loads. You're like, oh shoot, I need to go back outside. You walk outside, it's another 15 seconds. Uh, so keep in mind that... Um, it says here it's an early access for Xbox One Windows PC players and doesn't enter wide release until February 22nd. So tomorrow, Friday, is when the game will be out in full release on those platforms and uh, PlayStation 4. On February 20th, there will be a major patch to the game releasing between 8 and 10 p.m. EST, weighing in at 6 gigs. So this is actually already out if you have early access available to you for Xbox or if you have early access on PC, you are able to get this patch already and it should already be out. Uh, but they did reveal in a stream that uh, Anthem will release a few, the Anthem next patch will release a few weeks after launch. So basically, the game that we have right now, unless there's maintenance of the servers or hot fixes that come in very, very fast, the next uh, major patch will be a few weeks from now. So basically, the game is bare bones. This is what we are getting at launch starting tomorrow. So um, it says that. Uh, it can take multiple minutes to load into missions with the rest of their team. This can become a problem in story-focused games like Anthem. Even on a solid-state drive, load times can be long. Patch notes said that it improves long time while vague. Any improvement is better than the state it is now. I haven't had minute-long load times, but I have had very, very long load times in Anthem. So that is something that we'll have to look into and see what people generally think of it. Uh, they also said that there's a bunch of bugs that have been fixed in this patch as well, and that there's been updates to a bunch of... Uh, the characters and stuff like that but uh yeah the high level fixes it just says improved load times fix many infinite loading screens and that's it so there's no real detail on how much this improved by usually companies are pretty vague when it comes to this type of stuff uh, for anyone who's going to be getting anthem still good luck have fun on launch day i usually never get games on launch because it is yeah <laughs> it's launch day games i don't really trust getting games on the first day only because there could be issues with uh everything and you're not gonna ever play the first day but good luck for everyone playing this weekend have fun like i kind of already mentioned uh last episode it's not it's just not my cup of tea i can't really put my finger on it but it's just one of the games that is boring for me to play and uh yeah it just it just is not my cup of tea uh, it's like Destiny 2. It was a solid game, but for whatever reason, it couldn't grip me and hold me in. After a while, you just kind of hit a wall where you just kind of go, meh, and just kind of move on from there. So for me, not worth it. But uh, yeah, if you guys enjoy the game, I hope that you guys uh, you know love it and play a lot. Uh, next up, and kind of just a springboard um, post, uh, to be honest. Let me take a drink of coffee here, though. Valve is removing the video game section from its Steam store. I didn't even know they had a, uh, a video section on their Steam store. But apparently you could buy movies on their Steam store. But they said that they're going to try to clean... They're doing it because they want to clean up their storefront as well as it hasn't done very well. It says, for the past few years, we worked on expanding Steam beyond games and software by building a video platform that supports paid and free content. 
and reviewing what Steam users actually watch, it became clear we should focus our effort on offering content that is either directly related to gaming or is accessory content for gaming or software sold on Steam. So if you happened to purchase a film or documentary on Steam, you'll obviously retain access to it, but uh, current available films will be delisted and moved off of the Steam store. So uh, once again, uh, just because you are a big company with a big install base, sometimes your fans will not, um, you know, like the content that is put out there. Uh, you know, you could do everything right, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't really, like, grip the audience, which is completely fine, and, yeah, it's just something that is, uh, you know, doesn't appease a lot of people. Uh, it, it is interesting because, um, you know, in this in this world of streaming uh, content, it seems that um, just buying things is so archaic. It's kind of funny because, you know, five or six years ago, it was kind of like the thing to do was like, oh, finally, digital music, people are buying albums, people are buying singles. And now it's like with Spotify, Netflix, and a bunch of other stuff, you're now at the point where people don't even buy content, but they just stream content, right? So even now buying a digital movie or even renting a digital movie seems very like archaic in a sense. So uh, that is something to uh, keep in mind. If you did purchase any stuff on there, you still have access to it, but it is going away. I don't, I don't think, personally, there's a lot of loss here. <clears throat> uh, next up, I debated actually talking about this on, uh, like, as saving it as one of the last articles for our podcast, but I decided not to today. But um, apparently, TwitchCon 2019 is upon us. Uh, they announced it super early. Uh, kind of was joking, memeing on other podcasts with some friends. But basically, um, they announced the EU TwitchCon like two months or a month and a half before it was supposed to happen. So it's kind of interesting that the NA version got uh, announced way early. But yeah, this is the new TwitchCon announcement for 2019 in North America. And they will be returning to San Diego. So... Uh, it will come back on September 27th to 29th, so you guys have a ton of time to plan out, save up for your tickets, etc. Uh, this is just the announcement. There's no pricing on tickets yet. There's no pricing on uh, anything, really. Uh, you, there's no uh, schedules or anything like that. So we'll definitely be reporting and talking to you guys about that type of stuff when it comes out and as it continues to update. We'll give you guys uh, you know, our review on stuff. And you guys kind of already know if you've listened to other podcasts of mine or have briefly talked on this one as well. I'm not the hugest fan of TwitchCon. Um, it feels like a big meet and greet for me. Um, I don't go to the panels because a lot of them are talking about how to grow your stream or how to get better audio quality, things that you can simply Google. Uh, I'm not really into um, any of the actual stuff on the show floor, but um, as Twitch continues to grow and continues to expand, the Twitch cons may get better and better and better. Uh, San Diego for me is not too far away. It's about an hour drive or so. So my hope is that I will be able to go down there with some friends and make maybe a day trip out of it. I don't know. It's way far in advance. It's September 27th to 29. So, I mean, that's pretty far away. Uh, I will say that TwitchCon 2016 was the first TwitchCon that I ever went to and has some good memories. I met some of my best friends there and uh, was a good experience uh, for me to go for a day. So uh, most likely what I'll do, well, I'll probably just go for a day. I doubt that I want to shout the money for a hotel and all that type of stuff for three days in September. But um, yeah, 
uh, I would definitely recommend going. If you guys are going, let me know in the social medias and uh, on the Discord. I'm going to probably set up some type of meetup type of thing to talk about it or whatever. So uh, that's all we have about TwitchCon. You can follow them. It says at twitter.com slash twitchcon to be able to get more information about the, the con as it rolls out. But like I said, there's no panels yet. Uh, there's no one confirmed going. There's no uh, schedules at all. So uh, once that kind of gets all out, we'll see what days I end up going or if I end up going at all. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we shall see. Uh, next up, this is kind of a weird article that I found that I found like just interesting to, uh, I don't know, talk about. But uh, essentially, Fallout 76 player has been banned for playing 900 hours in the game. Uh, he claims that apparently um, the reason why he was banned was because he used a glitch or something to accumulate a ton of ammo, which he claims is not uh, the case, and that uh, Bethesda has banned him. Uh, and uh, they said they would only ban him until a patch was fixed uh, to block that glitch, and that patch has come and gone, and he's still currently banned. So this is kind of one of those articles where I kind of want to see what ends up happening <laughs> Right, because it's one of those things where, like, I don't know if Bethesda is like that incompetent or whatever. Um, you know, and Fallout seventy six has had such a disastrous launch, and kind of is one of the big uh, spikes or low points of criticizing that we had on this podcast, right? When it came to major game studios and just their awful games that came out this year, uh, or I should say in twenty eighteen. So uh, I want to know <laughs> what happens. Uh, we'll see if this guy's lying because it's only one side of the story, right? He could have actually been breaking some game, breaking glitches. But um, I think the more impressive thing is that he played 900 hours of Fallout 76, which I really don't know how well that game is doing or maintaining, but uh, it probably isn't doing that great. So we'll definitely update you on this article if we ever hear anything about it. And I'll obviously do my own research as well to see what ends up happening. Um. Second to last article for the day, but uh, Heroes in New Earth uh, is going to stop major updates after 10 years. Uh, if you guys don't know what major, uh, Heroes of New Earth is, it was a competitor at one point to League of Legends back in the day before Dota 2 came out. Uh, it was basically League versus Heroes of New Earth. League had its own client, Heroes of New Earth was on Steam, and I believe it cost about $30, and it took about a year to two years before it went free to play. Uh, people really liked Heroes of New Earth because they felt like it was more of a carbon copy of Dota 1 <clears throat> with obvious improvements and stuff like that, whereas Riot Games and League of Legends, a lot of the community at the time felt was the more casual slash uh, easier version to play. Uh, I played both, and I will say that Heroes of New Earth was definitely way more hardcore at the time. You had visible MR. There was no real quick match or normal games and stuff like that. To be fair, this was probably back in 2000 and. 11 that's hard for me to uh you know and i played probably like three games or something so it's been a while so my memory is pretty foggy on this but uh, apparently patch 4.73 is planned to be their final patch there's a lot of items that say thank you to so and so and dev members and stuff like that uh to be honest i didn't even know this was still a game uh it's actually kind of sad how much heroes of new earth fell because at one point it was like League, Heroes of New Earth, StarCraft, like all these games were at the top of it. Um, at the time of this recording, I believe that we had a very, very small number of players playing in this game or whatever. I believe when I checked it, and I can check it very briefly right now, there's 232 viewers currently on Twitch or whatever, with the highest being about 110 viewers, so mostly just one person taking up half of the community. 
um, in comparison to League of Legends right now, which currently has 162k. But to be fair, there's probably a tournament or something happening. No, nope, it's 162k with no real tournament happening. So, yeah. <laughs> um you know clearly league is a giant and continue to prove heroes of new earth didn't catch on unfortunately but apparently the patch is out next week february 26 but uh yeah there's still some people diehard players playing but it looks like it's gotten its last patch uh, for the foreseeable future we'll see what ends up happening with this game as well um usually last patches mean that the game will eventually shutter out and just uh go by the wayside so, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, final article of the day, Apex Legends is getting a free skin Apex packs with Twitch Prime. This is kind of an old article, but if you guys know, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends on stream and off stream and been really enjoying it. But uh, if you guys don't know, uh, you guys have Twitch Prime, which is a service on Twitch where if you have Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch to it and get something called Twitch Prime and they sometimes give you free goodies. So Apex Legend is doing the Fortnite thing where it's capitalizing on all of its major success. But if you link your Twitch Prime, or if you uh, go to your Twitch, there is a button. You can redeem five loot boxes and a skin for um, a character, uh, which is pretty much all purple. The pack is available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, but you can only redeem it once and only on the first platform you log on to. Uh, into with your linked EA account. So keep that in mind. You can't log into, uh, it makes sense because they're cross-platform and stuff like that too. And you log into an EA account regardless. But yeah, you guys can't duplicate it on three three times by logging into multiple uh, you know, consoles or whatever. You know, makes sense to me. But go check it out. Hopefully your cosmetic uh, loot boxes do you well and treat you well. And uh, yeah, go use your Twitch Prime on somebody as well. Uh, anyway, guys, that is going to be it for this episode of The Morning Coffee. A little bit of a shorter end episode, but that is all really the news that has come out in the last few days. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in as well. Um, as always, my name is Ryan. You can follow me on Twitch or Twitter or Instagram at Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. You can also check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Or you can check us out on Spotify or iTunes if you need to get that audio fix. I know a lot of our listeners listen to this podcast while commuting to work. So we try to keep the episodes fairly short so that you can have something to easily digest to start your day. Uh, thank you guys so much, though. Uh, we will not be back. Our next episode will be Tuesday of next week. So keep that in mind. That is, let's see here. That is Tuesday, uh, February 26th is going to be the next episode. So thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we will see you in the next episode. Take care, guys.